Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the Real Real Universe, the Full Sport Press Podcast proudly brings to you the wrestling podcast live from the United Center in Chicago. 808s and chair shots. I am your host. I'm just Jeff this week because I'm extremely happy to be a wrestling fan right now. Hey, Joined as always. CM Jeff. That's what he is. CM Jeff. Jeff. Yo, I, I do that. I'm CM Jeff this week. <laughs> Joined as always by Mad Dog Nick. And we have a special guest. Should I'm going to introduce yourself. I'm gonna, I want to get it wrong this week. Who are, who are you going to be this week, ma'am? Hello, everyone. My name is Andrea, a.k.a. Wakanda-Lisa Rice, a.k.a. the Dr. Sebi of Thugonomics. Ah! Great to be here with you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what? The Dr. Sebi. Yo, I'm using that one. That one is Thugonomics. Damn, that was good. Yeah, it was top. That's top tier. That's top that's tier top right there. It's top tier. Oh, man. Welcome back. Welcome back. I can never think of something like that. She just Nick. She's so it's good got at one this. year, man. It's the one year doing the show. Why are you so good at this? <laughs> I don't know. You silly man. What? Nick is crazy. The combination is so good, though. Oh my gosh. <sighs> it's a great week. As, to be as, as I am, I couldn't think of nothing like that. Come on, man. <laughs> Damn, that's a good one. But anyway, happy one year anniversary to us. Yeah, happy man, anniversary. Um, Thank even you. though it was like in July, we forgot. We just looked we over it. We did. <laughs> I was I counting did. the episodes, and then I realized we skipped a couple of weeks because of technology. I said, dang, it was really yeah. 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 But yeah, man, one year, Nick, man, you, you got a show, man. You're, you're in the books. Man, it's crazy. Because shout out to even you. Even though I got a bone to pick with Jay, though. Uh-oh, we'll talk about that. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll talk about that, though. And we have a special guest to talk about the great weekend. You know what? We're going to skip all the, all the preliminaries. <laughs> Miss Wakanda, Lisa Rice, where can they find you on social media? On social media, just follow me on Twitter at Andrea Wrote This. All one okay. word. Here we go. Nick, how about you, brother? On Twitter and on IG, I'm known as Nacho Man Nick. And I'm Jay Easley, 84, across all social media platforms. And you can follow the show, 808s and Chair Shots, on Instagram and the Facebook. And Nick, let them know about the Twitter. On Twitter, been known as 808s Chair Shots. No, and because there's a character limit on Twitter. Yeah, man, it happens. So we're going to skip our normal normal introduction this week. Yeah, because it. it's a lot. Like lot, lot happened. So I, got I called beef. it. I called it. I said it was going to happen. Nick... <laughs> <laughs> Nick is already upset. Friday night, we witnessed history in the United Center in Chicago. Grown men were crying. Kids were crying. Grown ass men. <laughs> crying. I mean, real tears. Not not like fake, oh my God, something in my eye tears. I mean, real emotions poured out. CM Punk made his dramatic return to the, rest, to the wrestling arena, to AEW. With cult of personality, playing at definite levels. Andrea, I start with you. How emotional were you when this happened? <laughs> Ooh, mm. You finna be disappointed because I was not emotional at all. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Um, I'm, I'm being completely honest. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk down on it because I understand the importance and I, I get that he's some people's favorite wrestler and they're glad to see him back, but not me. No, I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. Nick, how about you, brother? I have no problem with people being happy. Dude with the crying R&B hand. Shout out out to him. Hope he's having a good day. Uh, All the grown men that were crying, hope y'all have a good day as well. Um, I didn't cry. Honestly, I was shocked that he showed up. True. It's been a long seven years, and you know, if you look back on it, people were asking, we're going to come back to wrestling? We're going to come back to wrestling? He said, no, I'm not coming back. Yeah. Not coming. Every interview. Yeah. And then you add, he went to WWE for the little short back, what is it, backstage? Yeah, on the mm-hmm. Fox. Yeah, yeah, backstage Fox thing, and that didn't work out. And, yeah. hey, now he's back to officially wrestling. So happy for him. Happy for some of the fans. I'm not as much as moved. I'm just like, okay, cool. Another another person on AEW to help them out to compete. So it's some good wrestling. More people, I mean, more competition, more great wrestling. That's how I feel about it. Now to you. Yeah, now I, so, since y'all don't want to talk about it, I'll take it. I'll do it. This was this was probably the biggest moment left in wrestling, him returning. Like, there's nothing left. Like, there's no big free agent left that we haven't seen. Sting went to WWE. We got that. Punk didn't wrestle for five to seven years. We needed them. What, you, you said there's something left that's bigger than that? No, keep going, keep talking. Okay. Punk comes back seven years later in Chicago, um, in his hometown. Again, I of course, I didn't cry. Like, I didn't know. You did. Cry. Nah, maybe a little bit, but but I mean, if you shed a tear, we ain't gonna tell nobody. We ain't gonna tell nobody. It's a safe space, I assume. (laughs) I said one one thug tear, one thug tear. I I I let it out. Yeah, I couldn't help it. But you know, other than that, man, um, it was a great moment. The crowd, like that that what what they call the pop. That pop. Yeah, insane. You you're gonna be hard to find a pop bigger than that, like just on one night and just a sustained pop though. Like not just an eruption when they first, when the music first hits, but this was from when he started to he spoke to he left, they were into it. And that's just, that's the emotion that he draws. He's not the best wrestler of all time. Probably not even the most popular, but when it comes to grabbing people's emotions, it's not many people that can do that the way CM Punk does. And I think that's why we saw grown men crying. On national television, nothing wrong crying. I'm just this is one of them. Wow, it's a lot of them. Did you all see tonight? Well, on AEW Dynamite, his interview tonight with Tony Giovanni, and what he hinted at on his interview tonight. I saw the highlights on Twitter. Okay, I saw now, the whole thing. Uh huh. So, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Nick, I start with about you. what he. Well, yeah, what he hinted at, what the the person he hinted at, right there. Oh, I mean, well, like you said, I don't think I necessarily agree that CM Punk was the biggest moment we had left. Okay, but I kind of feel like with Daniel Bryan, it's it's not it's not the same thing because we we just saw him a few months ago. 
Right. Like, I'm not, he'll get a good pop. People will be excited to see him, but he's, he's not CM Punk, essentially. Nah. Um, and I mean, we've, we've known for weeks now that he was signed to AEW. So <laughs> it's really just a matter of time. Like, yeah. just, just show up at this point. They had to That's stagger That's kind of how I feel about it. I think they had to stagger him because they didn't want them stepping on each other, like bringing Punk and then bringing Brian out, unless you were going to try to recreate the NWO angle, which would have been weird with them too. But um, True. you kind of had to stagger their <clears throat> their announcements because they, because they will overshadow everything else that you have going on. And they got some great story. Well, maybe not great. Some very decent storylines going on the AEW right now outside of CM Punk. So, Nick, what do you think about Daniel Bryan and, and the rumor that he's there or he's on his way? If he's on his way, that's going to be interesting if another certain person decides to leave Friday from WWE yeah, we'll another person that. decides to sign the WWE as well, which is Bray Wyatt. That's going to be an interesting foursome right there and a whole lot of wrestling is going to be interesting there with those four. They decide. All right, so we but, we had Adam Cole on the docket, so we kind of can move that up then. Um, okay. Because if Cole leaves Friday and we know Wyatt has already been released, AEW's got to cut it off though. They can't they can't just become WWE exile and just bring in everybody that gets let go. I mean, I know they're big names and they, you know, they're gonna try to help, you know, do what they were supposed to do with them, but I think they will run the risk of basically making the same mistakes WWE made with some of these people. Cause you bring in somebody like uh Malachi Black, who was a big signing for them. And if you don't bring in a CM Punk or a Daniel Bryan or a Bray Wyatt or Adam Cole, having Malachi Black is a huge deal for them. And I think now that runs the risk of being overshadowed and pushed to the side because you got the big, you got the big joker, you got CM Punk. So it then Adam Cole, like that's weird to me because <laughs> with him. <laughs> He fits he NXT <laughs> so well, but he's probably the most decorated person they've ever had at NXT. But if he goes to AEW, I mean, that shifts the landscape. What do you think, Andrea? That's a good, you bring up a really good point because I was, before we started here, I was just watching, I was watching this Tuesday, this past Tuesday's NXT. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking about, Adam Cole and I'm like there's really not there's not much left for him to do in NXT and one of one thing that I worry about with wrestlers like him from NXT one thing I worry about with him specifically is that if he were to go to the main roster he would just get lost in the shuffle Mm -hmm. as much as I hate to say this I do I feel like AEW would be better suited for him yeah. But at the same time, with everything that's going on, I feel like he'll get lost in the shuffle there, too. So I feel like he's in a, in my opinion, this doesn't seem like a very good spot right now for him to be in. I don't know. Maybe he should lay low for a while. I agree with that. that that's where I, I'm at on that. Yeah. I think him laying low for a while makes the most sense. 
just simply because I mean, of course, he's got to yeah. do. I think it's normally six what six month type of thing before you could pop up anyway with with another pro, another promotion. Three month, okay, ninety day, ninety, 90, 90 days. Yeah, so unless um, NXT, then that means thirty days. Mm-hmm. I refuse to believe he's on thirty day. And then they, remember too, this was an extension, so his true. contract with that whole thirty day thing. That's out yeah. the window. He could pop. He could leave on Friday and pop up somewhere else on Monday if he wanted. Right. To. They can't let no. that happen. They're gonna offer him a bag, like contracts. Yeah, and I still and and then this is my own personal opinion. I hate I hated when they broke up undisputed era. I feel like that could have that could have moved to the main roster and worked. Now I don't believe any of them solo will work on the main roster because it's Vince and he's not going for that. But as the undisputed era, that could have worked together. And but I mean, we'll never see it now. So do we think AEW lands out for these free agents? Well, of course they already have Punk. So we we're assuming they have Brian. Do they get do they do they get the other two dominoes in Bray Wyatt and Adam Cole? I think that chance to get Adam Cole on and off because if Vince throws a money bag at him. I don't know. And then gives him a cut and then actually tells him, look, if you say here, we're gonna put you in the main guy, gonna be the main guy for this long, and the details, I think he might stay. Okay. However, a lot of people like the matchups if he goes to AEW. You know, fans love dream matchups. We all know that. So if he goes there, is it the wrestling? Per se, or is the money? That's where I think a lot of people will go into with him. But at the same time, if he goes to AEW, that's a lot of talent over there that's not going to be used. I mean, I know they got three shows. Four. Three shows. I know that. Four. Four. Four yeah, shows. Got two YouTube, I, I didn't know they had two YouTube shows. Two YouTube. Two, I they two YouTube that. shows, and they have the two TNT shows. Right. I know. Right. So <laughs> that's a lot. It yeah. is a lot. And, yeah. you know, Dark, they matches like, what, 15, 16 matches? Yeah. Two, three hours, I don't know how long. So how are they going to divide time? Are you going to put Adam Cole on Dynamite, one of your main shows, or put him on Rampage, another main show? It's just so many things you have to weigh your options on when it comes to AEW. And also, if you've been to AEW from the start, and he comes in, he shot to the moon. Meanwhile, you've been holding it down since day one. Yep. Mm, I'm not saying wrestlers are jealous like that. Yeah, but you are. It could be a little, you no know, heat right there. Maybe just, just to me. Maybe just to me. But Adam Cole has to make a good decision based on him. Bray, I think he's probably gonna go AEW and start and work with the Dark Order. That could probably happen. But Adam Cole has time to make a good decision based on him. Andrew, what do you think? I agree with Neek on the how on how um, wrestlers could potentially get jealous mm-hmm. if Adam Cole goes to AEW and he goes straight to the top. I definitely think that could happen, and this is this actually kind of ties into how I feel about CM Punk signing with AEW. Is just like. 
we all know like the gripes that, that these wrestlers have with WWE. So what I'm thinking about is how, how long until these issues start to present in AEW? if they will be presented. Because when you think about it, with them signing all these WWE, these former WWE acts, which like I say, despite how you how they might feel being an ex-WWE star, like that carries weight no matter where you go. Right. So with all this ex-WWE talent versus all this really amazing indie talent that they have signed, like you said, like how, how are you going to, develop them over over the course of four shows one of two of which are on youtube 16 matches and what you said two three hours like how do you really how do you really build these wrestlers up to where to where fans want to see them and like they're not fatigued by all that's going on so with that being said i think I'm I'm still going with what I said before. I think Adam Cole should lay low for right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like he would do well in AEW, but I don't think with if they were to get Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan with CM with CM Punk and everybody else that they have, I definitely don't see Adam Cole like being high mid card, but not a top guy. I don't think not in AEW. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think the great thing about the Punk signing is he didn't immediately go after Omega or someone like that. He, for some reason, wants to wrestle Ooh, Darby Allin. So I think point. that's dope because that doesn't overshadow the Christian Cage and um, Omega angle they have working with the belts and et cetera. And it keeps the championship away from him. That way, it's kind of how you guys were referring to the heat that he may have for jumping in and being the top guy. It helps that part of it. Now, it's only so long you're going to keep him away from that, though, because he oh, is going to be, the, right, he is going to be the yeah, name of your sense. of your organization. But I, I like the fact that he's going with, he's going to have a match with somebody like Darby Allen. I would have liked to have been with maybe uh, MJ. I know he's uh, with Chris Jericho, but somebody like that, MJF or. Ooh, that would have been fire. Right, just somebody like to kind of start it off that way. I know he has a Jericho angle that's going to, you know, be in uh, in the pay per view as well. But that something like that would have been better for me. But it is getting you're going to get to showcase Darby, and you're going to get to turn Darby heel, and and he and Sting get to go heel probably because the whole world is going to cheer for Punk. We know that, so they're going to have to do something to, to turn. And we we like Darby as well, but I think he's probably going to be better as a heel going into this like a real real heel going into this so you guys what do you guys think about that nick hmm i just want to see how this is going to play out because i didn't see too much of it okay so i'm just gonna wait to play out Miss Andrea? on that all right so with cm punk coming back and i'm sure we're gonna we're gonna touch on this a little later i'm sure of it with CM Punk coming back, I do agree with you, Jeff, about how about how, how it's good he's not immediately going after a title. But right. also another thing that another thing that I really do appreciate about this is the fact that it's the Darby Allen match and not immediately going after Kenny Omega. Like he's helping to build up another talent. He's helping to work with someone who 
who has a sim- who has a similar style to him and helping them cultivate it and helping yeah. to put them over. I appreciate that. I wish that was done at another event this past weekend, but we'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, what was the original question? <laughs> no, I mean that's pretty that's pretty much it. Like because <laughs> we saw that that Yowie Wow is hilarious. We saw that um when he comes back and we were talking about it being like a log jam with Bray and with yeah uh, adam cole and daniel bryan these are all perceived these are all former world champions in every in other um organizations they've been in and now they're coming here so we get to right. see them and it, i think it was dope to see punk not immediately go after omega or even miro like he didn't even go after exactly. miro he's he's going right. after darby Allen. so i think it's dope so and so go ahead i'm sorry and even with that that still leaves room for if daniel bryan bray wyatt Adam Cole, if he decides, that still leaves room for them to come in and do other really great stuff that's not going to be overshadowed by CM Punk immediately becoming the champion. You know, yeah, like it exactly. It saves room for other people because this happened before. Not saying Punk is like Hogan, but if you think about when Hogan went to WCW, his first matches against Flair, the champion, he wins the belt on his very first match in the very first pay per view. Like you don't have to do that. Like you can oh. punk can come back. It don't matter who he's wrestling. His first match is going to be like of stop everything you're doing and watch. So shout out to AEW. I'll be purchasing the pay per view. I might even shed a tear. It's going to be in Chicago. Who knows? We, we're here for it. So let's <laughs> let's keep the weekend going. That was Friday night. Let's go to Saturday night, which is weird for a WWE pay per view. But SummerSlam, um, Andrew, mm-hmm. I think you described it best as a roller coaster. Of emotions of SummerSlam. <laughs> do we want to start with with the bad part, or do we want to start with what we like? What do you guys think? I think we all agree with what with the what the bad, what the we can, the horrible part was. Right? We can start with good, and we can end the bad with what we really want to talk about. Okay, Andrew, what was your match of the night on SummerSlam? Match of the night for SummerSlam. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, how do I want to pick this? Because there were, really for me, it was the last three matches. Okay. So that was Edge versus versus Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg, and Roman Reigns versus John Cena. For me, if you don't watch, there were other other good parts, but if you don't don't want to watch the rest of the pay-per-view, just watch the last three matches. That's what I would say. I agree. One of those I'm saving to talk about later. But yeah, no, the Lashley versus Goldberg just made me happy. Reigns versus Cena was just violence. Yeah. <laughs> and Edge versus Rollins, like those are two veterans doing what they do best. So like that's gonna that was gonna be a good match regardless. So like that's Edge, how that's what is 47 years old. True. That's crazy. But he looked good though. He looked good. Yeah. <laughs> That was probably my match. Has he had a bad match yet, though? In your has, he eyes? has he had a bad match since he came back? I don't think so. No, not nothing. That I, don't, I don't think so. Forty-seven. I, I'm not. I wasn't that. the biggest Edge fan during his original run. I'll be completely honest. I wasn't the biggest fan of Edge during his original run. But I'm here for it now. I, I'm being honest. Wow. Being wow. Honest. <laughs> But that was my Ooh. match of the night, though. Edge and Edge and Rollins was my match of the night. Mm-hmm. That was dope. That was dope. Yeah. What about you, Nick? Edge and Rollins started off kind of slow for me, kind of slow, but it sped up at the end. Yeah. Um, the match that surprised me that was better was the triple threat between 
Nikki Ash, Charlotte, Rhea Ripley. That was way better than I expected to be, even though the build-up was cryingly embarrassing. Yes. Um, I'm going to go with Roman versus John Cena. Violence, but I wanted John Cena to stop doing the whole one, two, three thing. I wanted that to stop. Like, the quick roll-up thing. and all, No, I wanted that to stop. <laughs> Other than that, Roman talking cash money the whole time. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that was my match. That was I thought that, but I, I like the fact that they allowed Cena to just take a beating in that match. That was that was cool. Roman, Roman looks unstoppable right now. Like, because I mean, the I guess we're talking about it. The person who comes back at the end of that match was Brock. Him, yeah. Brock and his ponytail. Ponytail Brock. Ponytail Brock came back. Because honestly, there's nobody left on SmackDown that you even could see as a potential, even solid match against Roman at this point. Like nobody. So, <laughs> how do we feel about Brock coming back? Do we think this is for? You think he signed a, a a longer contract this time, or is he here for a couple of pay per views and he's back to his ranch and his cows and whatever Brock does in his spare time? A couple pay-per-views. Couple pay-per-views. I think I think Brock is I think Brock is satisfied enough with his life outside of any type of fighting, whether it's WWE, UFC. I think he's cool with his life outside of wrestling to where he'll come back and do it when he feels like it. And from from the looks of it, he don't be feeling like it that often. So I think yeah. he's <laughs> I think he's a short-term part-timer again. Right. They might I don't want to say that. I don't want to put that out there. Put it out there. I was going to say, I think maybe at some point in the future, if if he signs a contract, I don't know. But I think maybe they'll put the title on him again. Brock. Okay. I think it's a possibility. I don't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. I but I like, I, I like Brock Lesnar. But I, I, I can admit, I like seeing my champion every week. Too though, yeah. And that's not yeah. happening with Brock. <laughs> that's nope. not happening. Yeah, no. Once a month. Yeah. One promo. He in the background chilling. That's it. That's it. I can see him coming back for like every pay per view though. I think the major pay per views probably. Yeah. I can see him coming back for Survivor Series. Yeah. Royal Rumble. Um, those, but I don't see him coming back just for Extreme Rules. No. no. Right. No. Like, I don't think he's going to come back if he's not the main event, of course. Right. True. Right. So is it safe to say we get Lashley and Goldberg again at the stream rules? God, spare me. Yeah. It's obvious. <laughs> okay. Oh, so we got to sit through that one more time. I just knew. <laughs> they need to let it stay where it is. Yeah. Lashley I, I, beat him up. He yeah. beat his son up. Yeah. What, 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 else, what else is left? What else um, he chose all the violence that night. My man. God. <laughs> man said, fuck them kids. He did. That was the definition of it right there, man. Well, who says oh, it's your son? Fuck him. You in here now. I man, I don't funny. know. That's weird to me. I thought Brock would come back for Bobby. I really did. Exactly. Um, he, been, because, he been calling for that one. 
Right, and Bobby wanted Bobby, wanted, Bobby wanted that match in like in the octagon, like real fight. Yeah. He wanted that right. all the way around. So I thought that's where they would go with it. I understand Roman and Brock is the bigger match, but all right. Here's the question, and then we'll move on to the to the sadness of the evening. Does Roman hold this belt until WrestleMania against Rock in WrestleMania? Oh. That's the rumor, right? That's the rumor that's going on right now. I had different hopes for WrestleMania. You did? Okay. What what, what did you think? No, I was hoping for Lashley versus Brock at WrestleMania. That's what I want. I don't care if Roman keep the belt till WrestleMania. He he looks unstoppable right now. I enjoy watching him. Roman can keep the belt. I don't mind. Okay. (laughs) But no, at WrestleMania, I I want Lashley versus Brock. Same. And like some type of, we can't get it in an octagon, but we we could have a some type of cage match or something. Yeah, Yeah. some type of special stipulations. Okay. Does Roman keep the belt and then he wrestles The Rock at WrestleMania? That's the rumor. Is that they're holding off Roman until WrestleMania against The Rock? That would sell a lot of tickets. Yeah. That would that would sell all the tickets. All the tickets. <laughs> that would sell all the tickets. Yep. If they could pull it off. If, I don't know how it would go match-wise, because oh, you know, rock, <laughs> rock is rock, but build-wise and promo-wise, if they keep Heyman with Roman, if they keep Heyman with him. That pro the promos of that were going to be just, just top tier in the family aspect of it, but that's the rumor. I would like to see it. That'd be interesting. That'd be more interesting to me. Would, yeah, way more interesting. Putting him against Brock. Yeah, I get think Brock we get him. He and Brock probably by Survivor Series or, or Royal yeah. Rumble. Yeah, and then we move on to The Rock by WrestleMania. Because I don't see anybody beating Roman at this point. Not no, anybody no. credible. It's going to be a while for Biggie cash that in. It's going to be a while. Biggie, nah, yeah. Biggie's going to have to hold that cash in. You're going to have to hold that cash in. You're going to have to hold that cash in like um, like Dolph had to. Yeah. He might have to He might have to hold into the draft and go to Raw and cash in on right. Ashley. Might have to. He wasting his time against Roman because it won't happen. Like that won't. Uh, even though the Joker role you're playing is hilarious. <sighs> I, I know, but it's uh, hilarious. I, I ain't there yet. I need I need a little more out of Big E. So right. Okay. The NXT takeover happened on Sunday. It wasn't wait, a letdown. Okay. Are we I gonna know. talk about it? We're gonna wait for it. I, I wanted to skip over it, but right, we're we'll wait for it. We'll wait for it. We'll no, wait for it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. No, wait, we'll for wait for it. Wait for it. I mean, um Sasha Banks was apparently at SummerSlam, but did not wrestle. Mm-hmm. She had a match against Bianca Belair for the SmackDown. I'm sorry, the uh yeah, SmackDown Women's Championship. Um Sasha didn't wrestle. Bianca comes out. Carmella comes out. A returning Becky Lynch saves the day or some sort. And then I don't know what how we get to this point. 
Becky challenges Bianca to a match. Bianca accepts. 23 seconds later or 27 seconds later? 26. 26 seconds later, we have a new champion off the rock bottom. I read both of you guys' tweets throughout this. I did not watch this live. I came in a little late. So I'm catching up and I'm scrolling. And I see, wait, what happened? <laughs> so, Andrea, now we can talk about emotions. Um, what happened? How you feel? I just want to say that after that happened, those next two matches, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal, I didn't care about that no way. But mm-hmm. I ain't even, I just I just was not interested. And then yeah. the match after that for the Raw Women's Champion just was not interested. Like it hit, it knocked all the wind out of me. Took out took out all the excitement. Yeah. And now I was excited for Becky Lynch to come back. Yep. And when it was revealed that they, that Becky and Bianca would be having a match, I was excited because they can both go in the ring. Right. Like I looked down, I, this is literally what happened to me. I looked down to tweet about my excitement. And then when I looked back up and the news smacked, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I barely had time to blink. Right. And I feel like what they did could, could, could be considered a burial, but I don't think Bianca's buried. Yeah. I, know, I don't I, appreciate. I agree yeah. I don't appreciate how. And it seems like this only ever happens to black champions in recent times, but I don't appreciate how they do all of this to build them up. Bianca had two fire matches the night before. Has looked amazing these last, what, four or five months? However long ago WrestleMania was, has been putting in the work day in, Day out. She deserved a better match if she was going to lose the title that way to Becky Lynch. And then it's Becky Lynch. I'm here. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) I'm hearing people like they're speculating that, oh, Sasha was supposed to beat Bianca and it was supposed to be Sasha who lost in 30 seconds. But since Sasha couldn't wrestle, they just cut. They just went straight from A to C. And I'm like. That's an even worse idea. Yeah, horrible. I just i i want i want better for Bianca and for Becky because with Becky coming back after being gone for so long and she has all this new competition essentially, I want it for, for her to come back to to something different. Like she she pretty much left a champion yeah. and came back and is just like, oh, here I am. And at whose expense? Bianca. And you know what made it, if you go back and watch that, yeah, the, the crowd was excited when she came out, but that reaction mm-hmm. when she won could not have been what they expected. Like they were, it was not the excitement they expected. It was a, it was shock. And it was almost like, why would you do that? Like you could see it on people's faces. Like that's that they didn't want that. And I think you, 
if you weren't trying to turn Becky heel, I think you're going to have to at this point because Bianca was the the, fa- the face of all faces. Like, you know, there right. was nothing about her you can boo. And now you bring Becky in to do that. That's that's tough, man. What do you think, Nick? Let me do my Skip Bayless. <laughs> First of all, when Carmella came out, I was like, hold the fuck up. <laughs> she just beat this woman barely 24 hours ago. And now she gets to talk. You know what? I said, you know what? Just go ahead and beat this woman so we can go. Becky comes out. What the hell? Great. Cool. She's out. Beats Carmella. I thought it was going to be a triple threat. Make it easy. A triple threat. Yeah. She don't get pinned. Carmella gets pinned. Boom. I would accept that. But now is you give her the match one-on-one. It rang the bell. She basically punches her. Rob bottom wins the title. And if you saw everybody's face that was at the bar I was at, it'd be. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And then everybody else was like, huh? It, it was a slither weirdo of everybody making a face. Mm-hmm. It's up for like one dude, but we ain't gonna talk about it, you know. Um I just don't get what made them decide to get a woman that's fresh off maternity leave to be the champion that's been holding it down for a while in 24 seconds, 26 seconds. I didn't know the logic behind that because this is not right for Bianca to go out like this. And I know a lot of people feel like she's been buried. I feel like that too, but at the same time, okay. I will wait for the story to build, but I'm just like, they did that with Kofi. Mm-hmm. I, story don't matter to me at this point. Who just I now just, got his shot this year, two years later. Exactly. So to me, I feel like you just let a bad decision happen with no logical explanation. Can they really, recover from this? I mean, they probably can because Sasha's still there. But okay. you have a situation where you just had your champion lose at 26 seconds after beating two people and then beating up somebody else the other week with ease as well. So basically, you made her look a weaker to a woman that just came off maternity leave. Now, Andrew, I don't know if you saw this, but this is something I, I noticed and I wasn't sure how I felt about it. Instead of showing Bianca dejected or upset or not even showing her at all, they show her walking up the ramp clapping like, yeah, you got me. You got me like happy almost that she lost. Like, did y'all did y'all see that when it was over? With, like when she was leaving the ring, she wasn't like upset that she lost. She was just she left the ring like looking back, like kind of almost smiling at Becky. Like, I didn't understand that part. Like, I didn't. I, I don't know. Maybe it was just me. Bad, Maybe. Bad. The usual bad WWE cut, but they know me <laughs> on Raw. But another thing I also didn't like was you have her lose 24, 25 seconds, 26 seconds. Then you bring out the two wrestlers that won gold in the Olympics, including the first black woman to ever win a wrestling gold medal. Mm-hmm. A dude, I think he's biracial. He's black as well, biracial. Mm-hmm. You bring them right after just the 
<laughs> That's it. Well, and both of those people, the they, they my both is done the from that point. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't even look at the Drew match. I was too busy tweeting that, tweeting like a yeah, bad you man. You missed nothing. You didn't miss a thing in that match. I didn't. I promise you didn't. I skipped it when I re, when I rewatched the whole thing, so I know I didn't miss nothing. <laughs> even if even if the Bianca match went better than we thought it would, no one cared about that match. Nobody cares about just, that match. It's just Jinder Mahal, man. He he just he doesn't do anything for 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 crowds. Like was stiff as a board. Yeah, man. This is tough. But yeah, man. I just don't. They had to do Bianca like that, man. And Nikki Bella got on their ass. <laughs> Rightfully so. Do we want to move on to NXT? Want to breeze by that a little bit? We can breeze by that one because it was it was a solid night. It was a solid, solid night. night. Yeah. Small Joe took the belt. Uh, that means my man Karen Cross is headed to the main roster. I'm pretty sure. He did. He did, <laughs> and they had that man looking like a dominatrix. He did. <laughs> They, they did. Yeah. I'm tired, bro. I'm tired. It's, it's all true. You um, should find a picture of him and make him the cover art for this week's episode. Oh, that's oh, going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was. I'm just was like, bad. come on, man. But Small Joe coming to first and winning three times. Yep. Did you see the Walter Illinois Dragon off match? That was what we thought it was going to be. It was hard hit. Another banger. Yes. Yeah. And I'm surprised to see Walter Tap. I was like, wow. To a sleeper hold at to that. To a sleeper hold at yeah. that. That was solid. Ooh. That's how you do a surprise right there. That's how you do a surprise ending. Like, you don't, Walter doesn't look any worse for the wear, for losing that match. It was a great match. But, you know, seeing him lose to a sleeper hold was like, dang, I didn't see that coming. But it was still a great match, though. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was one more. And Adam, the Adam Cole match was great, of course. Two out of three. Didn't like the end, though. Didn't like the end, but overall, you like the end? Okay. I didn't like the end and how it ended, but still a good match. Okay, still a good match. NXT Takeover always is solid. They have they have to try to make they have they would have to try to make a takeover bad just because the NXT culture is is just how it is. So you know we don't have to spend too much time on that. Did you guys watch Heels this week on Stars? No, yeah. no, I did not watch. <laughs> no, I just found out about that show last week. Okay, so I mean, I'm gonna watch it at some point. It looks interesting. Yeah, uh, cinematography is wonderful on there. It's Ooh, okay. it's so wrestling, like it's so indie wrestling. It's so your neighborhood. We got wrestling on Friday night at the fairgrounds. Like it's it's that's what the show is like. It's everything you think about. They did a good job with that. Yeah, I mean, so far, they've done great. And the story is getting better coming into this one. So, yeah. We won't ruin it for you, Andrew. We won't ruin it for you. All right. They're only like two. They're only like two, three episodes. Only two in. Only two in. Yeah, this is week three. This is episode three coming up this weekend. All right. We're going to have to check it out. Yeah, we go. You know, I mean, it's down home wrestling, brother versus Fair. brother. Yeah, in Georgia, Georgia, Duffy, Georgia. You know, random appearances <laughs> from people. Yeah, James Harrison, James uh, CM Punk's brother be in there. I forgot the other one. Who was in there? Yeah. It was somebody else that popped up too. I just can't remember who. Yeah, 
And supposedly, um, your boy CM Punk is coming up in one of the episodes too. Yep. 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 So yeah, he's doing his thing. It's cool. It's cool to see wrestling in like a drama series, not you know, cheesy or nothing like that. It's cool to see it. All right. So before we get out of here, this is year one. So we normally do one person picks a match of the year, match of the week. So, but this week we're gonna do it a little bit different. Let everybody pick a match of the week to go check out the people to check out. So, Andrew, you got yours? Do you want to always come back to you? Ooh, match of the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I can I pick two? Go right ahead. Okay. So Edge versus Seth Rollins from SummerSlam. Like I said before, that's two veterans doing what they do best. Like it's them two in the ring. I feel like it's always gonna be a banger. Yeah. That's just what they do. And then second match, very close runner-up, Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. Hmm. That hmm. match was everything I expected and then some. Absolutely. It was everything I expected and didn't expect. I like it. Right, right, right. I like it. Right. All right, Nick, what about you? All right. I'm going to go back. I'm gonna go back. Hold on, I gotta find the name of it. Hold on, I'm sorry, but you can go ahead and go. Hold on, I'm trying to find it. You keep, you keep, you keep, is it my head? Uh huh. I can't find. I'm trying to find it real quick so I can say it. But you can go ahead and go though. All right, so I'm gonna go back because, you know, my guy's back. So I'm a happy camper. I'm gonna go back to CM Punk versus Brian Danielson, uh, back in their Ring of Honor days. Um. Yeah, man. This was, it made me a fan of both back then when I was watching Ring of Honor at 12 o'clock at night here in Nashville when it would come on the local channels. So I remember their feud that they had, and I remember they looked totally different, you know, then, um, of course, like I said, it was Brian Danielson at the time. So just to see them and then knowing that this is probably going to happen again here in our future, they put on the biggest AEW events they can put together once they get that match together. So just anything punk and Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan, depending on how you look at it. I'm going for it, man. I'm here for it. So just, just Google that. It'll pop up. They have WWE matches. They've had, uh, I believe ECW matches. I know they had rank, great ring of honor matches during that summer of punk. So just check that out. All right. For me, since we talked about Walter, I'm going to go back to NXT takeover stand and deliver. Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa. Cause um, if there was another match that you felt like somebody was gonna get beat to a pope, that match was one of them. That's one. You're right. Dra- I mean, him and Dragonoff had a war, and him and Champa had one as well. So it's kind of yeah. like between which one would I do? Since he got Dragonoff and him getting this win, I decided to go with Tommaso Champa, Walter, NXT standing to deliver. Dope, man. All right. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure as always. It One is. year in. Uh, Andrew, thank you. You know, like I said, last time you were on, you have an open invitation, whatever you like, um, to show up. Just let us know. Neat, my brother, a year in, you know, who would have thunk it after all them semi-starts and stops we had trying to get uh-huh. the test shows going <laughs> when we first was doing it during the pandemic. So, no, I mean, this is fun, man. Get to talk wrestling with like-minded people. So, you know, we we end our show the same way every week. We used to end it another way, but you know, we lost our we lost the legends. We had to we had yeah, to retire that one. But before we do that, before we do that, I'd like to thank you for coming up with this idea. 
Oh, man. And, you know, for us to do this. Also, because, you know, I don't, you know, nothing about no podcast. I don't know about this. I just listened to him. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So that was my thing. I just listened to him. I don't do, what didn't he hear me talk for? Okay. So I thank you for coming with this idea. Jay, I got beef with you. Just letting oh, you man. know. I hope you're listening. We got beef. Weezy's <laughs> not my favorite. What you happened? Easy though he even his hot takes. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. That was on another podcast, uh, full sport press podcast that happened. Okay, I got you. All right. Yeah. We, we are good. Yeah. All right. But we're gonna end this off with a prayer. Everybody bow your heads. Oh shit. <laughs> bow your heads. <laughs> bow your heads, hold your hands up to receive this. And it's called Fuck O Hogan. Oh Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> Peace. Peace.